This is the Life Coach Podcast with Alana Young. It is the go-to podcast for learning, growing, and becoming your best self. And now, here is your host, Alana Young. Hello and welcome, everyone. Dr. Martini says, Your values determine your destiny. Change your values and you change your destiny. So let me ask you, what do you value the most? Where do you invest your time, energy and effort? Does your current value system align with who you want to be? Does it set you up for the life you desire? In today's episode, we'll explore values, what values are, the hierarchy of values that are shaping your destiny, and what to do if you find that your values don't align with your future self and won't deliver what you truly desire most. Okay, so what are values? Values are the beliefs and highest priorities that drive you. So examples of these are integrity, kindness, honesty, and financial security. Your values will tend to express themselves in some or all of the seven areas of life. And so these being spiritual, mental, vocational, financial, familial, social, and physical. So values affect nearly every decision you make, from your relationships to your profession to the things you buy. The more important a value is, the higher it will be on your hierarchy of values and the more discipline and order you'll have associated with it. The less important a value is, the lower it will be on your hierarchy of values and the less discipline and more disorder you'll have associated with it. So it's also to note that sometimes people allow their fears to keep them from living according to their values and this can cause a great sense of stress and also a feeling of emptiness. But understand when this is happening, um, that your values are still running the show behind the scenes. For example, if someone's been brought up with a form of um, religious indoctrination, even if that person has left the organized practice of that religion, the residual of those values remain, and former followers may often hesitate to put their full value system ahead of the old ways. So in this case, the fears that, you know, might be reflecting values of spirituality, connection, or acceptance. Okay, so there are seven types of fears that can run us and keep us from living the life to the fullest. These are, number one, fear of breaking away from the value system of a perceived spiritual authority. You know, the fear might be, I don't want to be considered a bad person or go to hell. Number two, fear of not having the the mental capability. So the fear could be, I'm not smart enough, I don't have the credentials or degree. Number three, fear of failure. So the fear, I'll, I'll fall short. Number four, Fear of losing it all financially. So the fear, I'll go broke or bankrupt. I won't have enough money to survive. Number five, fear of losing loved ones. So the fear might be, my parents might disown me. My lover will leave me. My kids will hate me. Number six, fear of societal rejection. So the fear could be, I'm afraid of what people will think. I won't fit in um, and people won't want to be with me. Number seven, Fear of not having the the physical capability. So I'm not tall enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not good looking enough, I don't have the energy for all of this. So now we know a bit more about what values are and the types of fear that could be suppressing our expression of our highest values, let's do an assessment and discover what values you are currently living by. So I ask you if you can take out a pen um, and a piece of paper and write down the answers to the following questions as I read them out. So number one, How do you fill your space? So look carefully at what you have in your home or in your office and see what you display in your most valued space. So the things that are highly important to you, you'll keep in possession or close by. You may even be wearing it. 
Okay, number two, how do you spend your time? Often someone will tell me, I already know what my highest value is, Alana. It's family. And then I'll usually get another story when I ask, okay, so just tell me, how do you spend uh, the 24 hours of each day? And they'll respond something like this. Oh, an hour in the morning at the gym, 14 hours at work, an hour or so with the kids and spouse having dinner. Then I have a couple of hours studying, checking emails, and then I go to sleep. And that might be sleeping for six hours. So clearly the behavior mentioned um, does not support the claim of family first. It probably supports the claim of um, valuing being a good provider. So if people tell me their highest value is one thing and it's not, it's usually because they think it ought to be. Instead of judging yourself for valuing something to a different degree than someone else, just learn to recognize that your values are just as valued, just as real, and just as important as anyone else's. So number three, how do you spend your energy? You'll find that you certainly have plenty of energy to do those actions you truly value most because what you love energizes you. You'll clearly become fatigued easily when you cannot see how what you're doing fulfills your highest values. So be mindful of your energy. Number four. How do you spend your money? So simply put, where does it all go? As they say, follow the money, it'll leave a trail straight to your values. Okay, so some of you are thinking, hmm, I need to have a look at my credit card. (laughs) Okay, number five, where are you most organized? So order equals high value and chaos equals low value. It's just as simple as that. Number six, where are you most disciplined? Whenever you unwisely label yourself as not focused or undisciplined, it's because there's something else higher on your value hierarchy that's vying for your attention and you're expecting yourself to live otherwise. So whenever you think you're undisciplined, you're actually not. You're just trying to live someone else's values at that moment and someone that you've given authority to. So everyone is disciplined and focused somewhere. So that's something to think about. Number seven, what do you think about? Your values will tend to interrupt you um, throughout the day in your regular you know, scheduled programming. So while you're at work, you may be constantly wondering, oh, I wonder what my partner's up to or my kids are up to or you know, I can't wait to go to this sporting event. If you're frequently distracted by thoughts of one thing while you're involved in something else, well, what are those thoughts? What are you constantly mulling over and considering? What are you trying to understand more of? So what I'd say to you is look to your thoughts and learn who you are. Number eight, what do you visualize? So in the landscape of your dreams, both waking and sleeping, you can, conte- you can detect commonalities. So you know, what do you imagine for yourself? What is your vision for your life, for your future? When you daydream and imagine your future, what is the reoccurring theme? And essentially, what do you talk to yourself about? So internally, you're constantly discussing with yourself what really matters most, Uh, what you really love and what you want to manifest so you're constantly running affirmations of words of power through your mind both constructive and destructive and these color and even generate your perceptions in life so all of these internal dialogues revolve and oscillate around your highest values number nine what do you talk about with others when you meet someone new what do you find yourself chatting about most When you're with old friends, what topics do you revisit time and time again? What conversations captivate you and keep you interested for the longest period of time? Then also, what do you react to? Pay attention to what you pay attention to. And notice what makes you smile, what makes you frown, 
What makes you lean in to want to hear more? Or what makes you fold your arms and shut down your body language? Okay, number 10, what are your goals? If you're a person who writes, writes down goals and works, works towards them, simply consult your current list of objectives. Do they all revolve around business, family, vacations? Do you see a pattern there? If you look hard enough, well, you won't actually have to look that hard. You'll start to see patterns in what you're picking. Okay, so that's the end of my self-reflection question list. Um, what I'd like you all to do next is to go through your answers and identify what your current values are now and then place them in a hierarchy of order. Next, I'd like you to take the list and compare it with your goals for your life and yourself and see if your current values are going to match your current goal, your, your future goals. Now, if they don't and you can see there's a misalignment, the good news is we can consciously shift our values. We can reorder them and or we can introduce new values altogether. So how do we do this? Step one, make sure you know the current values that you're living. So that's good. You've all done that. Step two, know what you want for your future self. What are your goals? Step three, determine the values that you need to hold in order to live into that new version of you and achieve those goals. Step four, Write 100 to 200 benefits of how each of the new values you want to incorporate into your values list can serve you. Now, you might be saying, 100 or 200 benefits? Why? So, so why do we do this? Well, it, because it forces your mind and brain to rewire itself and see new pol- possibilities that it, it didn't see before. It gives you new reasons, reasons you already thought were important and reasons to attend to this new elevated value. Step five. Rank your values now in their new order of importance. Then look at the values on either side of, uh, of a new value that's inserted and again, write down 100 or 200 specific benefits of how this value will help you achieving the other two values on each side. So let's say you want to put the value of saving money and building wealth between the values of raising your children and traveling the world. You'd ask yourself, how will saving money and building wealth help me raise my children? How will saving money and building wealth help me travel the world? And so on and so on. And then you'll start to uncover the benefits. So step six. Lastly, rank these in order of importance and keep this handy with you like a compass and use it to guide you in all your future choices and actions. You can even supplement it with the question of, will this action take me closer to or further from my highest value? So to recap, you can literally alter your destiny by altering your hierarchy of values. In other words, your hierarchy of values dictates your destiny because your values move you towards or away certain things in life. Thank you for listening. This is the Life Coach Podcast and I'm your host, Alani Young. If you have enjoyed today's episode, visit us at www.thelifecoachschoolaustralia.com.